This episode of the YN Crew Podcast is brought to you by Times Cineplex. Hey, welcome back everyone to yet another episode of the YN Crew Podcast. It's me, Kev, once again on this podcast where we talk about all things movies, especially movies that are playing here in Brunei Darussalam. Up next, it's my first co-host, it's Del. Hello. Hello. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just wake up or? No, I, I made the I made the mistake of going home last night. You know, after we had our brouhaha meetup and uh, turned on Skyrim. Okay, and what time oh, did you? Oh, you played Skyrim. I did last night. What? <laughs> I, I've never known Dell to be a gamer. Really? I play a lot of games. Oh. Just that uh, now with, uh, you know, Bruhaha and podcast. So uh, the, the gaming has taken a backseat. Also because I have no money to buy a PS4. So, <laughs> so you can't play the Spider-Man game. Yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah. I'm broke mm. too. So yeah. <laughs> Up next is the co-host of the Wine Crew Podcast. She's back because Kai is not uh, here at the moment. He's off somewhere. <laughs> so she's filling in. But, you know, hopefully she picks back up and <laughs> becomes more of a regular let's welcome back Naz hi hello how are you great how have you been great you've been like missing since, yeah, since I, Raya I had a one month vacation wow one <laughs> month, <laughs> month vacation yeah. you want break for a month yeah I went, who like, does that <laughs> me <laughs> in between like the separate holidays I had three days of work <laughs> just uh, to show my face I'm still alive it's like I'm still employed right yeah. alright yeah. I'm going okay. off again okay bye <laughs> yeah. as long as I get I'm getting paid yes Alright, this week we're talking about The Predator, which is showing here in local cinemas. So yeah, stay tuned to the show and find out what we think of this Shane Black installment of the sequel to the Predator franchise. But first, let's get to the news as usual. This week, we got a bit of a bombshell. There were reports that Henry Cavill apparently exited as DC's Superman. Yeah. Apparently. Like the news came out. And uh, mm. the story that was attached to this headline was that they were negotiating terms for his appearance in Shazam and he was pushing for his last appearance as Superman not to be as a cameo but more of a, you know, Man of Steel 2 kind of thing. It's like, you know, you have me, why not use me for my own movie? Why shove me in the Shazam movie? And then apparently uh, negotiations broke down. But since then, he's sort of come out as well and posted up some things on Twitter, like a weird video, very cryptic of him wearing a Krypton shirt and holding up a little Superman up and down. And yeah. He's <laughs> not saying anything. It's all so cryptic. He's trolling. He's he trolling. trolling. But Warner Brothers had issued a statement regarding this supposed departure and they say that while no decisions have been made regarding any upcoming Superman films, uh, we've always had a great respect for Henry Cavill and a great relationship with him. So I, I guess they're sort of saying he's still our Superman, he's still our guy. Or oh, they're saying... Yep, he's gone, but we are still maintaining our quote-unquote good relations with him. But then Henry Cavill's manager came up and he insists, like, you know, the cape is still in his closet. Yeah, because they gave him that cape as a souvenir <laughs> for firing him. Wow. Why would they fire him? Don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's also like the video that he posted on Twitter is a bit weird. It doesn't say much and uh, I think that's, that's how he wants to leave it as... I'm sure there's a hidden meaning to it because it's so cryptic looking. It's just, he's not even staring at the camera. He's like staring off camera and he's holding up. <laughs> and, himself? And, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess a toy of himself. And there's The this... toy is from uh, 
Someone mentioned this. The the toy is designed from another manufacturer. No, 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 not manufacturer. It's just the the suit itself is from another story, which signifies that Man of Steel Two is coming. Oh. Okay, something like that. So he's still. Um, I would say I would guess yes. He is. He is oh. not fired, and he is still Superman at this point in time. Okay. He's only like right. three movies in, right? He's he's got Man of Steel, and he was in Batman v Superman, yeah. and then Justice League. Yeah, and that was it. Yep. So uh, that's his trilogy. That's his done. That's no, not a trilogy. That can't be it. No way. <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with Henry Cavill. Um, hopefully he still stays as Superman. Up next, we got a rumor that Warner Brothers is eyeing a certain Game of Thrones actor for the part of Batman. And actor in question is, of course, Kit Harrington. Oh, what? Yep. Isn't he too hairy? <laughs> well, you, you can <laughs> shave. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I don't see him as Batman. Don't you don't? He's so short. He's too nice to be Batman. He looks He's, like a like a good boy, right? Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, Batman is a is a detective. Jon mm-hmm. Snow knows nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he was Commissioner Gordon. Young Commissioner. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just me. Uh, young Commissioner Gordon. Young Commissioner uh, Gordon. No, too young. Too young. Too young. Too young. Too All right. Young. Then maybe let me run this by you. This other actor mm-hmm. was in a talk show, and uh, he mentioned that he would like to star in a Batman movie if this certain director who directed La La Land with him starring in it. What Ryan? Ryan yes, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. He said that he would like to star in a Batman film. As who? As 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 Bruce Wayne as no Batman. No way. <laughs> no right. I, I uh, saw this headline. I'm like, what? No. No. He needs to uh, dye his hair black. Mm-hmm. He needs. Can to... he? Does he look like Bruce? Wayne? He doesn't sound like a Bruce Wayne though, because he's got this kind of voice when he talks. <laughs> but then maybe he can make it deeper. <laughs> he needs to make it deeper. Maybe he's uh, so fresh on the heels of La La Land, like from 2016, and he's like, maybe we'll make it a musical. No. <laughs> No, but then his new movie is coming out this year with the same director. City of Crime. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, he's going to the moon. To the moon. Oh, first, yeah, yeah, first, first man. man. No, no, I'm talking about the support, you know, the Batman movie that he yeah, would like yeah, to he, do. He yeah. wanted to do a musical Batman. Yeah. Sure, let, let's see it. I oh, At this no. point, whatever, DC. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Do let, a musical. Let's do a take three, all right? How about this actor for the part of Batman, John Hamm? Yes. Because he says he wants to be the DCEU's mm. next Batman. He's at the right age. He's, at the right he's got the right true, build. True, true. He's got the right look. He's got the right color of hair. <laughs> he, no hair can be dyed, yeah. right? <laughs> How much money they have to spend on CGIing his hair. Oh my I mean, goodness. from blonde to black. No, no need CGI. <laughs> no need? Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll dye his hair. <laughs> Yeah, John so, Ham is good. So out of those three, John Ham would be John like, yeah, like yeah, your pick. Yeah. No. Um, no to Kit, no to Ryan. I think most importantly, John Ham has the jawline. Yes, yeah. you need the jawline. Like he has that squarish sort yeah. of jawline, like like Batman from the animated series. I, you know what? I would like to see, uh, what's his name? What is his name? The guy from Castle. 
Oh, no, mm. no. I don't think so. He reminds me of a no. Joker instead. Yeah, you see, because uh, when you think of people like the first Batman, what's his name? No, not the first, second Batman, the big screen Batman, the first one. Val Kilmer? Not Val Kilmer, the... No, 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 no. no. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton right? was yes. a comedic actor before he went to uh, do Batman. That's true, and no one took him seriously. Yes. Yeah. I would like to see what's his name Castle to do a serious take mm-hmm. yeah. and transform himself into Bruce Wayne and Batman I mean he does have the jaw he does have the build he does have the right color of hair oh my <laughs> goodness <laughs> so yes I would say he's at the right age as well he's like John Hamm so either either one is fine alright right. so whatever happens with the whole Batman role we'll just have to see because as you know Ben Affleck is back in rehab and apparently he was out for a bit to sort in, of uh, wait so he's not there shape. Acting. Yeah, getting in shape a little bit. No, no, Batman. Batman. He's never directing Batman. No. It's right. passed on to uh, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves uh. yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to this bit of news. Uh, I want to see what Dell has to say about this. New Mutants, which is a movie that was supposed to come out this year, 2018. Right. Unfortunately, it was pushed back to 2019. Okay. Because they felt like they needed to work more on the story and do some research. They should. Uh, one, of the stars of the mo- <laughs> they should. one of the stars of the movie, Anya Taylor-Joy, has uh, said that that uh, she praises the reshoots from the director Josh Boone saying that the delays will be in the film's benefit. Yes. Like everything will be paid off because it, it's apparently sort of angled as a horror-esque yeah. movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah According so to the trailers. If Anya says it's gonna be a benefit to the movie, it must be then. It should be. I mean, she's the star so what she has, she's uh, if she says it's good, it must be good. <laughs> it must be good. It's gonna be the best X-Men movies then uh, for this coming I don't year. know if that was sarcasm it, it or... Is. You you have to look at his face as he says it. Oh, Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Any of you fans of those slasher films from the 90s, like Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I watched, I think, all of them. Yeah. When I was like like a teenager back in the 90s. Right. Blumhouse, which is a movie studio, a bit of a lower budget tier kind of thing. They've been doing really well for the last year, I think. Yes, I think it started off with that movie we reviewed called Happy Death Day, Mm. which is a Blumhouse thing. And since then, they've sort of been snowballing into slightly bigger projects, but earning huge worldwide, you know, during the box office releases. Blumhouse's CEO says he wants to revive Scream, and I know what you did last summer. I think this is a yes. No. I I actually don't mind. No. Like, give him another installment. The concept of those slasher movies are for that period of time. You put it into this period of time, it's just another slasher movie. I don't know, look look at Halloween, the trailers. They have not excited me because I've never followed the original. And looking at the trailer is just another slasher movie that doesn't really have any hook to it. Except for the fact that it's just uh, Michael Myers coming back and also Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back. It's it's what is it? What what what's the hook here? What what is it that's gonna bring people to go back and to the cinema to watch it over and over again I don't think there's anything I think you may be sort of right because part of the plots in movies like Scream and I know what you did, uh, what you did last summer was that they it wasn't a very technologically advanced yeah. kind of film and like they still had to use phones, phones like with wires at home right and nowadays we all have yeah. cell phones so- and social media and social IG. media so things would spread like a million times faster now but then like the killers could use that to their advantage you know to scare their wouldn't people. that get a bit too complicated then uh, depends on the direct <laughs> <laughs> because for a movie like I know what you did last summer mm. it's essentially 
a group of kids yeah. who were out partying one summer mm. and they hit this fisherman dude. Yeah. And then instead of reporting it and doing the right thing, they just yeah. left. Yeah. And they just you so know, what if someone took a photo of that, like someone who witnessed it took a photo of that? Either that or nowadays we have like speed cameras yeah. and oh, whatever. Yeah. So there's no more movie. <laughs> Every they know who the culprits are, <laughs> or they they smash the. Well, well now that you mentioned it, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> it, which was one of the big blockbusters of 2017, is getting a chapter two. We all mm-hmm. know about this. Yeah. And the writer has denied certain stories and rumors that have been going out there saying that this will be a trilogy. And he said, no, it's not. We've got oh. a chapter one and a chapter two, and that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Because like, there's the kid version and, the and then adult. the adult yeah. version. Yeah. So that's refreshing rather than him coming out and say chapter two is going to be better than chapter one. Or saying that we're doing a chapter two, but wait for chapter three. <laughs> What? <laughs> because everything is a trilogy now, right? Yeah. Every studio is aiming for any franchise yeah. to have a trilogy. To milk. The to Hobbit milk. should not have been a trilogy. Then how many movies should it two. have been? Two. It have been two, two would have been enough. Yeah. I think because it was quite dragging the second one. Three was stretching it, huh? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, why isn't anyone dead yet? <laughs> how are they still alive? <laughs> yeah. Why? Precious. Why is there unnecessary love stories? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of franchises, this is the biggest player in the franchise space. It's Disney, and they are remaking uh, Mulan, right, into a live-action movie. Yeah. Yes. We talked about this a little bit. Not much plot details, but apparently things that are for sure were that it is not going to be a musical. Yeah. Right? Okay, yes. And apparently they weren't going to feature any animated or non-human characters. Oh. And I was a bit gutted by this because I really wanted to see Mushu. Mushu, yeah. Apparently, it is now rumored that Mushu will be featured in this movie. Oh. I don't know how, of course. it's It'll be some time until we know. Maybe till we get like a first trailer. But as of now, uh, a report suggests that Disney's live-action remake of Mulan will feature the fan-favorite dragon, Mushu. Ah. What? A dragon? A yeah. A dragon. A small dragon. A dragon? A yes. lizard. <laughs> in a live-action? Yes. So it would be CGI. Uh, obviously. <laughs> no, I mean, they're, unless... they're going to put out a casting call for like dragons. <laughs> no, they're going to they're gonna hatch one first. Uh... No, why? why I, um... They need Mushu though, because that's like her... No, but her... Mulan, in, if you follow the real story, yeah. back in the day, they she didn't have a, a well, dragon. But she had beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> Mushu is, you know... Like, the manifestation yeah. of her belief. Yeah. Yeah. And, and her drive so yeah. this one will be it's like a conscience so this will be an imaginary dragon I- <laughs> so Mulan will be crazy <laughs> so <laughs> and right. then imagine dragons playing in the background oh, but then like in the cartoons doesn't Captain Shang see Mushu as well of course no 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 in the oh. cartoon yes okay. I'm just saying back in the day back, yeah, she's in probably... the real story of yeah. Mulan yeah just conscience then a manifestation of her beliefs. Okay. All right. Sure. sure. Let's see what they're going to do. Let's see what they're going to do. They need a cricket too. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> I think they, they figured that they, they have Just too much budget. Luck. They have yeah. too much budget. What are we going to do with this extra cash to make the movie better? Let's give it a CGI dragon. Because apparently the reported budget for this live-action Mulan movie is somewhere along the region of a quarter of a billion dollars. Ooh. Sure. Sounds, sounds Supposedly, about. Supposedly, yeah. Like they're going to have like build real castles and stuff maybe. 
Um, here's wow. here's something I'm curious to see. Sylvester Stallone, who will be starring in the next Rambo 5 movie, he teased that filming is about to begin soon. And this is via a Instagram post where he posted a photo of himself in the last Rambo movie with the caption, Starting soon and getting very excited. The world may be changing, but not him. Nothing is over. <laughs> Okay. I was more focused on his expressions than what he was saying. I I don't know why he he would uh, put a picture of an older movie when he's about to shoot a new movie. Why not put put a poster of uh, something that's more current? Well, it's a photo of him. He posted a... Okay, yeah. You, you do have a point. Like, maybe show us a makeup test or something. Yeah. Like, mm. or you at the if gym. You, if you want me to believe you're going to shoot the movie, give me something that I, I can That's see true. that you are going to shoot the movie. Maybe like, they haven't. Like, take a photo of a camera or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, would you watch the next Rambo movie? No. Yes. No. I, I would. Yes. If someone brought me, then yes. Then, okay, someone, Kai will someone bring you. Brought you. <laughs> brought me like, to the cinema to watch it then right. yes I would watch a Rambo I mean just for the fact that it, it's, it's a him. it's a franchise and you know these, these movies Del and myself we probably grew up with them yeah uh, in our mid-teens it's like oh my god it's Rambo and then that's Fall that's not how I would say it but sure alright <laughs> and then Fall came out and it was not great but still it, it was action packed I guess and then we have a fifth one and I'm like yeah I, I guess just to keep in you know yeah, just keep in line updated. with it I'll yeah. just watch it yeah 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 Here's something that I know I will not watch. It's the Ghostbusters sequel. Oh. I would. I would. <laughs> you would? The, the reboot? The all-female one? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't Look, like... Look, the, the first reboot, yeah. right, starring the all-female cast, mm-hmm. was not bad. It was it was it okay, bad, but I yeah. thought that I don't know how they're going to expand the story even more. Paul Feig, who is the director for that reboot, he says that the sequel would have gone global. I don't think they should. Because Ghostbusters inherently is a New York kind of story, like it has, it, it's yeah. always been New York. Yeah. So what? Are, how are they gonna save the world? I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> Unless there's like other Ghostbusters. Either Ooh. maybe go global and then you know they they travel around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it makes sense. Ghosts do travel. <laughs> I mean, if we think about it, if there's ghosts, ghosts. in New York, there's ghosts everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Only different cultural ghosts. No, it's like Slimer can just float from one place to another. So they would have to go to that place to catch Slimer. Why can't they just go to the astral plane? Oh because no, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> what are you doing? You're talking about <laughs> no, in, I mean the insidious. other realm. No, the other realm. Uh, there's no other realm in Ghostbusters. I don't know. Was there? No. The, the second there one? like a portal? The second one, there was a portal and they were trying to get the... What, what was his name? Through that ghost portal with all the, you know, they were trying to supercharge everything with the goo and everything. Yeah. No, it's not Zul. Zul's the first one. Anyway, it does not matter. (laughs) Here's something also from the 90s. It's Candyman, right? It's that horror film. Uh, And Jordan Peele, who directed and wrote Get Out, may have his sights on a remake. Oh, oh, that's going to be messed up. Yeah. And creepy. Creepy messed up. Yeah. Do you remember watching Candyman? I would watch that. I don't remember watching Candyman. No? I don't remember. The famous scene with all the insects and stuff. And yeah. I'd watch it, yeah. I do not remember this. I might have. I don't remember. Well, the takeaway here is that Jordan Peele might have his sights on it. Okay. If anything, give it to him. Yeah. Right? yeah. He's proven himself and he is now an Oscar winner. Yeah. 
winner? Yeah. Yes. Did he win? Yeah, he yeah. did. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Get out. Congratulations. <laughs> That's it's a... been a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's something that I hope we can put to rest after reading this out. We have been talking over the last couple of weeks about the unfortunate firing of James Gunn by Disney for some tweets that he put out like mm-hmm. 10 years ago that had resurfaced. And there was a petition that was put out by fans, of course, trying to convince Disney to rehire him. Mm-hmm. That has reached more than 400,000 supporters. Mm. And it still does it's not matter. Still not working. <laughs> so It's never going to work. Petitions yeah. don't work. Not always. Like For some petitions do. Yeah. In Hollywood? No, not no, Hollywood. Not right. Hollywood, no. uh, let's just say in Hollywood, petitions don't work with these major studios. Yes. I've I've gone on record and say I don't want to see James Gunn do Guardians Three, but I would like to see him do something else in the Marvel universe. Okay. So it's, if they do hire him, I, at this point, I, I guess I don't see it happening. Maybe he just he should just take a break. See, do a smaller movie. Yeah, see what happens, and then you know maybe Disney will bring it back quietly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. At this point, I really don't see it happening anymore. Yeah, just accept it. All right, <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War, which is well, I think one of the best movies of 2018, right. just for the simple fact that it's a huge superhero Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has just finished its box office run with the fourth highest gross ever in in, in history. Ah. It has grossed a total of 2.046 billion US dollars. That's a lot. So, ahead of it is Titanic. Yes. <laughs> and also uh, Avatar. Avatar. Yes. Blue People. Blue People. And also Avengers the first one? I think so. Oh. The list is not here, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, I think it's Avatar, Titanic, Avengers and then Infinity War. Yep. I think that's the ranking. That's the ranking. Would you lump Avengers 3 and 4 together? No. You treat them as separate movies? Yes. But they, if, tell, they tell the same story. No. If they told the same story... It would be one movie. It will still be Avengers 3. But I think the Russos did mention that it's not a sequel. It's not. It's, it's gonna be... But then it doesn't make sense if it is not a sequel. Because it's directly after the events of yes. yeah. Avengers so 3. So it should be a sequel. Speaking of, of Avengers 4, a couple of months ago, we got some leaked concept art which shows the Avengers in these suits, especially the Hulk. He's wearing like a space suit kind of thing. We have some new high-res photos of it. And yes, it is in fact a space suit looking thing. Ah, so they can breathe in space? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. Excited? <laughs> yeah. Um, we only have like six months to go. No! <laughs> six months? Yeah. April. Oh. Uh, end of April 2019. Right. Which is in about six months. We should be getting a first trailer soon. We should. Just before the end of the year. What if they don't want to give a trailer? I hope they don't. Yeah. I hope they don't. Make us wait more. But it doesn't matter because they released a trailer this year for Avengers Infinity War and a couple of the story points in there were not in the movie. Yeah. So, uh, they, that's why don't release trailers they put like a whole switcheroo mm. yeah I don't like those you don't like those no switch- I like those I like your ah. twists I don't like these switch switch stuff switch switch stuff <laughs> <laughs> did you just say switch switch stuff I did I did switch switch wow. stuff wow alright Captain Marvel which is a movie that's coming out next year in now this March. trailer should be coming Yes, really soon. I can't wait. There are some theorists uh, floating around in the internet who have put down certain theories about whether certain story points can be attached to certain movies. And these are people who like, it's as if they run through a movie with like a fine comb, (laughs) fine little tiny bits. 
they have sort of maybe put out the hypothesis that the events of Captain Marvel may have already been revealed in the MCU. Uh-huh. It's apparently in that scene in Spider-Man Homecoming where Peter Parker comes home and Tony Stark is in his house. And then they move to his bedroom and Tony Stark does this whole hologram thing showing Spider-Man swinging around the neighborhood. Yep. And then Peter Parker says, oh, that's fake. And Tony Stark says, oh, you mean like those UFOs over Phoenix? Right. So in the US, there was an event that happened called the Phoenix Lights. Yeah. Which happened in 1997. And it's uh, where some people claim that they saw like lights hovering over the city of Phoenix. Mm. So this Reddit post apparently suggests that within the MCU, the Phoenix Lights event could have been the result of a battle between the Kree and the Skrulls, lining it up in the 90s. Right. right for Captain Marvel okay uh-huh. yeah, makes, sense. makes sense because we know now that Marvel doesn't just simply put yeah. lines yeah. out there everything's yep. very well crafted yes same as when you say well crafted uh, in the other camp Star Wars they also do a lot of plan things out properly in terms of uh, bits and pieces of information for the fans to grasp Pick onto up, yeah. Yeah. or dissect yeah because uh, the writer Lawrence Kasdan's Lawrence son Kasdan, yeah. John Kasdan I think it was John yeah John Kasdan he uh, released a few pages of like text uh, something that some points 53 I think points of the movie solo where he answered fans question and gave his own input and there are information there that also says that this one line in the movie was a reference to the upcoming uh, Disney Star Wars Land okay. uh, ride yeah. uh, so ah. there's a lot of these things uh, which which to it's a service to the fans yeah. and uh, I, I appreciate those which just goes to prove that again once again nothing is by chance yeah. you know when it comes to Disney or Marvel or Star Wars yeah when you're building a universe that's big as these uh, minus the DC one so uh, there's a lot of things that you can like use a, use a comb and uh, find stuff okay alright next with the news Nicolas Cage who's someone we haven't really talked about in a while he was asked whether or not he enjoyed his time as Ghost Rider and those two movies that came out which were you know universally panned for being just what is this yeah okay he says that uh, he knows what it would take to make a great Ghost Rider film of course he does because okay. what, what is done that t- <laughs> I mean, (laughs) if anyone, he should be the one that knows because he's done two bad ones. Two bad ones. Two bad ones. (laughs) He said, had the Ghost Rider been made in R-rated format the way that they had the guts to do with Deadpool and they did it again today, he's fairly certain it would have been enormously successful. I doubt it. Mm, I think it's not the R rating. <laughs> I don't think it's it's, it's more not, than the R rating. It's not yeah, it's more than the R rating. It's uh so I take back what I said about Nicolas Cage knowing what it takes to make a good <laughs> Ghost Rider movie. Apparently he still doesn't. Uh, it's all about the story and the characters. What was wrong about the first two? Some I, of the, I acting, know the first acting, one is some, okay. Some acting was bad. Second one was just bad. Yeah. Like boring. Oh, I, I can't even slow. with the second one. Second one had a horse. <laughs> like an actual horse. You remember that? I don't. Yeah. Horse with flames? They had yeah, the, yeah, they, yeah. Re- they rode together? Really? I... Yeah. Anyway, you don't have to remember. It's, no, I don't so want to remember. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's the news this week on the Wine Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us here on the show, check out our contact links down below, which moves us on to our next bit of the show, which is a review of The Predator, which is showing here in Brunei in local cinemas. 
we all got a chance to check it out this week. Right? Yeah. And uh, well, let's uh, <laughs> let's do some facts first. Apparently, the Predator is doing really well at the box office in the US. Wow. Really? Uh, this weekend, it had uh, its gross over twenty six million dollars, beating out movies like The Nun. Okay. All right. <laughs> not not understandable. Not a very, <laughs> understandable. Not a difficult task. I'm setting the bar low. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, good for a Predator to rake yeah. rake in twenty six million. And uh, critics had been mixed about Shane Black's new Predator movie, with some calling it, as we spoke about last week, apparently, quote-unquote, the best since the original, and others labeling it, labeling it as an incomprehensible mess. <laughs> now, we here at the Wayan Crew think that... Del? Uh... <laughs> He's speechless. <sighs> it is not incompre- incomprehensible, but it is not good. So the synopsis of the movie is... Let me start here. <laughs> <laughs> Just a so, very brief... <laughs> <sighs> What's his name? I have no the idea. The main guy. The main guy. So, no, no, no. McKenna, yeah. But his uh, real name, something Boyd. Oh. Boyd Holbrook. So Boyd Holbrook oh. is a soldier. Apparently well decorated. But uh, we don't see that coming through from his character. Yeah. And uh, he, f- he was in uh, on a mission. And this, a spaceship crashed. Carrying this predator alien being. And uh, it killed the rest of his crew. He was the only one alive. He got the mask. He got the... Uh, gauntlet. Gauntlet. And like a little ball thing. Not a gauntlet, but uh, something for his wrist. Yeah. Yep. And the little ball that apparently makes him disappear. How he knew how to make it work is still a mystery to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, he sent all these things, except the ball, to his son back home. Via the post? Via the post <laughs> from uh, Mexico border or something? I don't know where. It was somewhere in Latin America. They never really said yeah, where. Yeah, okay. Isn't it Mexico? I thought, I thought, yeah. but um, don't know. So he sent the mask and the, the wrist thing yeah. to his son so that nobody could, uh, his his uh, superiors will not be able to get it from him. And something about him having them to say, look, this really happened. You yeah, know, as a proof. You right? have, yeah, as proof. You because have to nobody believe believe, believes in aliens. Yeah, yeah. Now, he decided to swallow the ball. <laughs> I don't know why, because he never really used the ball until at the end after he's gotten the mask and the wristband from his son mm-hmm. so he could have just mailed everything to his son rather than swallowing that ball and then having to poop it out later <laughs> yeah I, I cannot understand why <laughs> no he did he did use it once in the beginning of the movie well yes yeah, in the when, beginning before he sent the stuff yeah when he turned invisible to scare the guy into yeah. doing his bidding oh yeah. but then then he'll have to pack the stuff again oh no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have to put it in the box. It's it's like this small. It's the size of a golf ball. <laughs> he gave he gave the guy the whole bag and said, "Mail oh, right, everything in this bag to my son." What when... if it gets lost? <laughs> but then, but then like, he 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 didn't say his son. He said he mailed it to a PO box. No, no, he didn't say his son, but he did send yeah. it to his uh, his home, and his son found it and activated it because his son is a super smart genius. Yeah. And then... Uh, who, who apparently is actually in the movie. Uh, he's on the spectrum. But then the movie tries to explain this as the next step in human evolution. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's not the first time that this... Uh, because we, we've seen this, like kids suffering from Asperger's syndrome or, or some sort of this kind of sickness... But they excelled in uh, other Certain areas things, of yeah. yeah. Same like beautiful mind, uh, Russell Crowe as a character, also like that. 
But yeah. okay, so back to Predator. Then we have this uh, like a Area Fifty One kind of place, and in a dam. It, yeah, in a dam. It, it looked like a Weapon X thing. Yeah, yeah. it did. So scientists, it, they, it, it didn't help that they flew Olivia Monday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, they've got, they've captured the 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 predator that was uh, injured by Boyd Holbrook, and uh, they've transported it there. They did some research things, and then he, the predator woke up, killed everyone Causes because havoc, he yeah. uh, he wanted to escape to find the mask and the wristband. <laughs> what you've described uh, is essentially like the first twenty five minutes yeah. of sure. the movie. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, I have to say it's such a disappointment to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I know this for a fact when it comes to Kai as well because he was also kind of looking forward to it and it was a disappointment. No, Kai was not looking forward oh, to it. Kai was not looking forward no, no, to no. it. I was looking forward to it oh, you, because and, it was and, directed and by me. Shane Black. I, yes. and, and I was looking forward to it because I generally like Predator yeah. movies. This is nothing like any of the other Predator movies in the franchise. Agree, agree. The storytelling is bad. There's a lot of weird pacing issues that I don't see how got past any formidable editor. Even certain story points were very loose. You don't care about any of the supporting actors in this. They are just like disposable fodder for any upcoming Predator. The big Predator, which is as the movie and the trailers have shown, is a mixed DNA of the best. (sighs) It's DNA slime. Again. DNA splicing and it's bigger. This is essentially the Indominus Rex yes. of the Predator universe. I, and then oh and then we find out that the Predator in the beginning who is captured was actually trying to help humanity to warn us that there's going to be bigger Predators coming. Which, sure, uh, by killing everyone in the research lab. It, it really didn't Yeah, make, that, that part didn't make sense. It did not make sense at all. Who do you think had the most to do in this movie? Most to do would be Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, and, and I would like to say Olivia Munn but even her character was sort of like a one minute you're a biologist doctor person and yeah. like as you get closer to the end you become like this super killer who's sniper girl who's, yeah sniper girl and I'm like what is this I like not like but I was impressed with her when she was trying to escape the lab and chased after yeah. the predator I'm like wow Whoa, you go girl you, you're a biologist not she, a she, not a crossfitter she, she's jumping on buses and yeah. everything like, how and then she messes it up like right at the end by shooting herself in the foot with a tranquilizer like, dot. <laughs> That's a Shane Black's humor. But then like if that tranquilizer is strong enough just to make hu- a human yeah. sleep, how would that be strong enough to You're right, yeah. make an alien sleep? Fall no asleep? way. Yeah. Wait, either that or it was said in that little one scene where they were examining the predator that they share like some of our DNA, human DNA. or we have oh. DNA. Uh, When they said that, I'm like, okay, this is going down a a hole that I do not want to follow. (laughs) Predators should be predators from another part of space. And they should not have shared any kind of thing with humans. Alright, from this point on, we're going to do a very, very, very quick full spoiler review. So yeah, from this point on, spoiler. I just want to say that the only spoiler that I can think of for our listeners potentially would be the last part of the movie, which is where that Holbrook guy's character or McKenna, he's now the head of some new special forces unit that does research and his son is like (laughs) working there. Yeah. And then they open up this pod that was jettisoned from the smaller predator ship before it blew up. Which was supposed to help save humankind. The whole time they were trying to get it open, I was thinking, 
if Arnold pops up from there because <laughs> because because they yes. did say this is the 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 best predator killer. And I was like if, Terminator. If Arnold pops up, I'm gonna lose it. Thankfully, <laughs> but it, was, it wasn't yeah. Arnold. It was like a, a like a weird floating wristband thing. Yeah. It's the Iron Man, and then it becomes an Iron Man suit. Yeah, like a, a and it makes you a predator. A predator themed Iron Man suit. Yeah, I mean, which is, looks horrible. It looks horrible. First of all, because you have the the predator, the Whoopi Goldberg locks. Yeah, like <laughs> why is that part of the suit? I don't understand. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, to talk about things that doesn't make sense when the the capsule popped open and McKenna said oh this is good this is dangerous take my son out of here next scene you see two idiots walking to open the yeah. the capsule like it's it's no longer dangerous well, if it is dangerous wouldn't you put more precaution into well to be fair they were just lab assistants <laughs> so dispendable yeah. dispendable yeah. right uh, yeah. it, it's a very poorly done ending which I wish it didn't exist it just sort of sets itself up you know for a sequel yeah yeah but, it's like, but the whole movie does not warrant a sequel yeah. anymore it felt desperate humans versus predator uh, the dogs I, I don't like the dogs the predator dogs yeah they, uh, they, they, did, were not, they did not serve any purpose do a lot no, yeah. no. they were first introduced in the uh, previous predator. predator right yeah, yeah. I don't know I, I can't remember how it, the dogs were but this one dogs are supposed to be loyal to the yeah. the master and they were not loyal to the predator they were more like friendly with humans but no. then like no he, the, the, that one dog got lobotomized yeah. so it's like got shot in the head it's a veggie so it's just being ah. a dog so, so like that aggressive part of the brain yeah. is gone, is gone. Right. Yeah. so now it's like it's like a little puppy dog yeah, like, now it's hey. like, you know. and it plays catch <laughs> yeah. with yeah. grenades with grenades <laughs> anyway I felt um, like it was also like a Suicide Squad version of the Predator yes. they've got the loonies yeah sure uh, I, I like I like the, the the whole team I like how no, Shane Black directed cool. them together to come together as a team to learn to more about together. each other <laughs> Yeah, there was some chemistry between them, especially with Holbrook and the uh, uh, Travante Jones, I think his name was. Um, and then Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska, Nebraska yeah. yeah. And then we had Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane reduced to doing a small role like this. I, I was not happy with that. But Keegan Michael Key, I thought was very suitable. Yeah, and Keegan. as well as the other stuff, yeah. uh, the other guys. Yeah. Um, you know when they die one by one as they should. Yeah. Like the first movie, the death was uh, something that made you feel something, right? Because it was maybe heartfelt, or because it was just so gruesome. That kind of mirrored the first movie for me. Um, yeah. Of course, the first movie that did it better, but uh, this one it had that kind of reflection with from the first movie. So I thought that was okay. But then the, I don't think Hoy, Boyd Holbrook was the perfect casting choice. He didn't seem like the guy who is who would gain respect from his men so soon. Yeah, and well decorated as well. Like I said, it just didn't come through from his acting. Okay, I guess we're done talking about this movie. Del, what do you think about the Predator? Uh, as big of a fan as I am for Shane Black's work, this definitely is his, his worst one. I give this a 4 out of 10 grenades. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, I give it a 6 out of 10 foil unicorns. Mm, okay, <laughs> yeah. Which is a gift that was given to uh, <laughs> Olivia Munn's character. 
Chronicles? Why? What is this comedy? <laughs> it, is, yeah. it is a comedy. It is a comedy. It is a Shane Black comedy. And on that basis, I'm giving this movie a six and a half out of ten because I laughed a lot in this movie. I, I laughed a lot. I, I laughed a lot, and it wasn't necessarily at the dialogue or, or what was happening on the screen. It was just at the fact that this is just silly. Yeah, and if you turn your brain off, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did. Yeah. Like this has been quite an interesting turn of events <laughs> from all the negativity that you guys were no, talking no, no. about. When when Olivia Munn's character started chasing the predator, I was like, okay, it's not gonna make sense. Time to turn off your brain. Turn off brain. And just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, they did that. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Of course, she shot her foot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so. Yeah. So that's the Wine Crew review of The Predator, which is uh, still showing here in local cinemas in Brunei. Uh, do check it out if you want to, especially if you are a fan, because there are some things that you will appreciate in this movie, which uh, is kind of a fan service for the Predator fans out there. If you have no idea what The Predator is, maybe do catch up on the previous movies. And this is uh, maybe not a movie you want to watch, but it is kind of fun to watch as a group, yeah. I guess, with friends to laugh at yeah, in the cinema. Yeah. All right, that brings us to our next bit of the show, which is... Oi. Yep, it's Apalet Liat, which is what else we've been uh, we've been watching besides the Predator Dell. I saw Uncle Drew. Okay. What is Uncle that? Uncle Drew is a basketball movie. Oh yeah, okay, okay. I, I think I saw like the trailer. Yeah. He's, a, he's an old man. He's an old man played yeah. by a, a real basketball star who is currently in the NBA and they've got the uh, some of the old guys to come in to, to, to form a team. We've got like Shaquille O'Neal, Reggie Miller and a few other guys who are popular in the sport. Yeah. And uh, they, are, they were given uh, makeup and all that to make them look older. It's, it's just a very fun movie if you're a fan of basketball and you will be able to catch a lot of reference that is meant for basketball fans so a lot of fan service is there that's just the overall entertainment value of basketball movie which we have not gotten one for a very long time I really enjoyed it um, mm. it's, it's just very fun even though it's the plot is silly the acting is horrible but yeah as a, as a basketball fan I really thought this was a well done movie for this particular spot. Uh, let's move on to you, Naz. Uh, I watched Breaking and Exiting, uh, which is... Yeah, have you ever heard? <laughs> yep, I know. I don't know why I watched it on... Is uh, it a breakout movie? Netflix? Or? No, uh, no, it was um, on my plane oh. Uh, to oh, okay. Melbourne. So oh. It's so you- a... Comedy. Romantic comedy, yeah. mm. romantic comedy, directed by Peter Facinelli, who Ooh. plays who plays Edward Cullen's dad in in um, Twilight. Uh, yeah, never watched Twilight. it. Yeah, anyway. so that's his first movie he's directed, and uh, it's basically about this burglar. Like he lives his life as a burglar, and he breaks into a house, and there's this girl who tries to kill herself. Oh. So he tries to stop that, and then oh. eventually, like they start liking each other. That is such whatever. a weird like, premise he, he for sta- a movie. He stays at the house to make sure she doesn't kill herself again. So she knew he was breaking in. Yeah, but she doesn't care because she's yeah. ready to die. So he's, okay. a, so he's a cat burglar turned therapist 
<laughs> turn bodyguard. Uh, something. Like oh no. Okay. Yeah. I may check it out. Yeah. It sounds kind of interesting, but oh no, uh, man. I had it. Oh man. <laughs> what? Good luck. I'd give it like a, a six. Oh really? That's yeah. that's that's, past. that's more than half. So that's uh, past. Yeah. Five, I like, <laughs> that is I still past. I had to keep watching because I was like, what? There's something here. <laughs> I, I got to keep watching, and then I did find out. Like you know, she's a bit crazy. Ah. Uh, um, okay. I mean. When you find out, like, turns out the house is not her house. <laughs> so you, you gotta, that's, I was like waiting for that. I was like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. She's oh. crazy. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Which leaves me. I, as you can see, have some new Blu-rays. So I've been watching those. I watched uh, Avengers Infinity War again. It's still good. After like five months, you nice. can still watch it. Uh, <laughs> Yes. And, and I I think I'll watch Deadpool 2 tonight. Nice. Uh, I'll watch the super duper cut, which is a cut with 15 more minutes of oh, really? whatever was cut out from, from the cinema uh, version. So that's what we've been watching here on the Wine Crew Podcast. Let's meet up again next week and do another show. And uh, we invite you guys who are listening to listen in next week as well. Uh, what are we doing next week? Uh, What's coming out next week? Johnny English? No. Johnny English is out. Oh. It's already out. Uh... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it might be Johnny English, but uh, we'll let you know. And uh, yeah, for the wine crew, I'd like to thank Dell and Naz, my co-host today, for being on the show. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.